Hello, everybody. That was a little bit of Pelicant with time again. Welcome to Glad You're Here and HappyProductions.Live. Speaking of live, I am live here with Katie Vernon in the studio. Katie, how you doing? I'm good. Thanks for having me. How are you? I'm good. Thanks so much for coming on the air. We were we were just having an in-depth discussion about about your dogs, uh, Bowie and Elton. <laughs> That's right. My babies. My baby boys. My oh, rock star dogs. <laughs> rock star dogs. So one of them's a, I'm just for just for the folks at home, because when you start talking about dogs, people <laughs> want to picture them. Yeah. Is, is a golden and a husky mix? Yeah. I mean, you know, unofficially. Um, it's really funny because, you know, when you when you adopt a dog, they have, you know, kind of their intake take, uh, papers from all along the way. So he was originally found by the side of the road in Texas, and they put Chihuahua mix, and then like the further the nearer he got to Minnesota, like the, the different guesses were like golden lab, and it was like okay, no one knows what this dog is. Like Chihuahua mix, I think just meant he's small. Yeah, like he literally was just born, and no one knew what he was. So yeah, he's got a big old long face, kind of like a Sheltie kind of, and then he's just the fluffiest golden oh. thing you've ever seen. Just just a friendly golden wagon tail. Such all the time. a baby, and he has a big you know pink nose. So. He is ridiculous. He kind of looks like a fluffy cow. Um, yeah, he's he's just a baby. And then Bowie, not to be uh, left out, is a very scrappy little kind of uh, gray, um, kind of blue merle almost, I think oh, is yeah. what they call it when it's dog coloring. Um, just scrappy little terrier. And he has one blue eye and one brown eye. So, oh, so cute. He had to be Bowie. Had, yeah. He does have to he be Bowie. To be a Bowie. That's, a, that's a perfect name. Yeah. Ne- next time we bring you here, we'll have to have you bring Bowie and Elton with you. <laughs> well, they don't mix so well. Oh. So I would probably have to just bring Bowie because Elton just, he can't handle himself. He's just too crazy. Yeah. Well, Elton is doing his farewell tour. So that's kind of fits. <laughs> always. He's always on his farewell he's tour. Always on. Yeah. He's been on it for a while. <laughs> Since 1984, he's just been cranking it out. That's a yeah. good, that's a good way to do it. I saw an interview with, with Billy Joel one time. He was oh, on like yeah. a late show and he was they're like uh why don't you make or, or yeah they're like billy why don't you make more records and uh and he's like i don't think i need to i don't think anyone yeah, needs another true. billy joel record uh, yeah i mean you know it it is always like i'm actually quite inspired and amazed by paul mccartney because oh, yeah. he does keep putting out like good stuff i know uh, you know some of it's weird <laughs> some of it's a bit of a mess like when he hooks up with kanye it's a little questionable <laughs> but um yeah i mean it's really funny because i'm listening actually to um the autobiography of elton john right now and i've never been a huge fan but it really is giving me a huge appreciation for him and just you know what he did like to yeah. get where he is and um and it's really pretty amazing but he tells the story how he stacked this bill and had an amazing lineup that he put together and the beach boys played you know all these bands played and the beach boys played and then he went on and he played his brand new album you know oh. start to finish yeah and he said three songs in people were just leaving <laughs> wembley stadium in droves and he was like what have i done <laughs> And, you know, and he just learned, like, okay, that's not what the audience want. Yeah. You know, and he's been a really savvy businessman, you know, his whole career, which is interesting, you know, because I'm, like, the opposite of that. So um, it is really amazing to hear someone who has, like, put so much thought and control, you know, into their career and, and realize, like, oh, yeah, I made some really huge mistakes, <laughs> you know, as well, yeah. which is really fun. Well, that's the only way to learn, though, is to make Absolutely. the mistakes. Yeah, well, I've only made the mistakes, so I've, I've learned a lot um, yeah. as I've gone. Along, yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I know the feeling. I, I used to say every lesson that I've ever learned, I had to learn the hard way, right? Oh, like yeah. it's it's 
you could you could walk up to me and be like, mm, you shouldn't do that. And here are reasons one, two, three, four. Right. And I'll be like, ah, I'm going to do it. And no, then, I'm going to do it anyway till it falls on my face. Exactly, yeah. No, yeah. I'm going to play the full album to Wembley Stadium and yeah. uh, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, and it, it was so funny because he was like, I made this huge artistic statement that yeah. I would be doing this. And, and people were just leaving and leaving and leaving. And Man. he was like, no. Yeah, it was amazing. But he, he made it through. He made it through all right. He did, yeah. And I mean, I'm only, I think, I'm only on like chapter five, but I highly recommend it. I have a very long commute, which has been the bane of my existence the last two years. But um, listening to books on tape, um, especially, you know, ones as fun as that have been really good. There's there's nothing better than a good than a good book on tape. Um, so unfortunately, I use Audible. Do you use Audible? Too? Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, I shouldn't say book on tape. It sounds like I picked it up at like the Super America, <laughs> and like I don't know what I'm like a cassette tape. But um, yeah, no, it's Audible. I was gifted Audible because oh, I, nice. I I complained so loudly like to every single person in my life um, about my commute. I have a two hour commute. In case oh. anyone's like, she's so whiny. No. Uh, yes, I am incredibly whiny. But um, I was driving from White Bear Lake to Eden Prairie every day. <gasps> for two years and I quit my job so yeah. next week I don't have to do it anymore hey congrats <laughs> yeah I am all f- all for celebrating quit jobs yeah there's yeah. nothing better than that exactly did you did you get a new job I did, did. yeah I, you know the reality of life is, yeah. that, is that I had to find another one but I'm really excited about it it's That's a short good. commute and yeah Dang. we'll see there you it's go it's a new start yeah and now you can listen to audiobooks because you want to and not because exactly. you have to yeah. yeah now I'll just have to like listen to them sitting at home and my house and Which have the dogs like staring at me so like, much better El- Elton and Bowie will, will love to have you yeah, back exactly oh well Katie I mean I've been talking to you for 10 minutes already and I haven't even gotten into your music because you've been doing a lot of cool music stuff around town yeah lots yeah. of variety I mean you know the last two years have been so strange yeah. and I think you know I will look back on this time and kind of realized that, you know, I took some risks and I did some strange venues. I, I played uh, for a party that turned out to just be three people sitting in a boat oh. uh, watching me on the dock. And that was very strange. <laughs> I kept waiting for the party. You were <laughs> like, the party. I guess that was the party. It was very strange. Um, so, yeah, the last two years have, um, you know, everything shifted outdoors. Oh. I mean, everything was put on pause, Fair. you know, at first. But then everything shifted outside and um, some experiences were interesting some were strange um and now I'm kind of at this reset time where you know I've been songwriting and I'm actually in the beginning stages of trying to put together a new band Ooh, yeah. now that's yeah. exciting it's exciting lots of new yeah. changes happening in your life so right many now. yes oh, so uh, last Thursday I had my first get together with um some new players nice. and um we play you know we kind of bashed our way through a song and it already sounded pretty exciting that's that's so, fun yeah so I'm excited that's incredible have you been playing around town um, solo throughout the throughout the pandemic is that kind of yeah. how you were doing it yeah, yeah. I have um, and you know I kind of always did that yeah. so you know my band was the Katie Vernon band which you know is self-indulgent uh, <laughs> that's not why it broke up but um, yeah for 10 years basically it's just been Katie Vernon band and we um, we made three records together which I'm really proud of and then I would always play solo um, and then sometimes as a duo um, I've been playing with my trumpet player, Paul oh. Odegaard. Uh, Paul has played on many people's um, records. Um, Danny Israel, probably more than anyone. Uh, John Swardson. Yeah. They play together. Um, and so him and I are, are still playing together and we'll pop up and do little duos That's here and cool. there. Um, 
but yeah, you know, it was a big turning point in my life as a songwriter to accompany myself. Yeah. I didn't, you know, for the longest time. I mean, I've been writing songs since I was 12 and it took me until, you know, my late 30s to pick up a, an instrument. Um, so it feels really good and empowering to be able to do it I, myself. I believe it because I, I was listening to your record today, um, the, the, t- the 2019 one, and I was... The, this is going to sound like a really basic term, but I was kind of blown away by how musical it is. Mm. And I, that mm-hmm. was the word that kept popping up in my head. And I know it's like, does this guy listen to music at all? It's musical. <laughs> but it, it was. There was a yeah. lot of intricate mel- melody lines yeah. going on with the horns and yeah. the vocals, and they were yeah. complementary. And right. it had a really nice, warm, enveloping sound that I really enjoyed from it. Thank you. Well, the guys in the band were so talented. Um, you know, I I really appreciated everything they brought um, to the table. Clay Williams, incredible guitar player. Simon Husbands, phenomenal um, on the keys. I still play with him because I'm in a ABBA cover band. Oh, and uh, you know ABBA songs live and die by their keys. Yep. So um, he can play two keyboard lines at the same time. It sounds like there's more than one person playing. He's just incredible. Um, and yeah, and then Paul, you know, on the trumpet. And it was really fun making that record because I made the record um, with Kevin Bow, and it was my second album I've made with him. And the best thing, I mean, he's a great player, and you know, he's all these all these good things. But the best thing. Uh, for me was just how patient and encouraging he is because I mean we really did co-produce the record and he'd be the first to allow me to take some of that credit because he really listened to my ideas and for the first time ever I like helped compose the string parts and you know I was like how do I do this do I just hum to you what I want and he's like yeah that's what you do that's like oh my god it's amazing Um, you know so to be a part of that process was just so exciting that's exactly what I was going to ask you about like if you had a hand in in kind of doing the arranging and the composing and yeah everything. and you know I mean I've always written melodies obviously you know being a singer um, but you know I have always had these other ideas in my head and wanted to like somehow I'm like you know it just kind of sounds fuzzy and kind of light and like it explodes a bit and you need someone who understands what that rubbish yeah, means exactly. you know because you're like I can say I can paint these pictures of just nonsense words but you know to, ha- to sit next to someone who can understand that um, and you know not in anyway taking away what the band bought because they all bought their own parts yeah. and, and they all, all played amazing things um, but getting into more of the arranging and more of the you know the string um, parts you know it was really exciting for me to, to yeah. actually have a hand in that and tell him like this is what I want and then the next thing you know you know you've got a real string quartet playing <laughs> it was amazing that's, a, that's incredible yeah it was yeah. really really fun so I mean I I am really hungry to start working with more musicians again. Yeah. You know, and yeah, hopefully we have the right lineup. So we'll see. I, yeah. I'm, I'm excited for you. I'm excited. I'm excited. To it's a bunch of women. So Paul is, oh, our, Paul is our one guy who we allowed in the band. But no, I really, after, you know, 30, 30 years of gigging with mostly guys, mostly who are older than me too I was like I want to play in a girls rock band yeah that would be fun so <laughs> I yeah that, that sounds incredible I, th- yeah, I think it'll be cool you, you seen the movie um, Walk the Line yeah you know that you know that scene where, where June Carter is riding around with Johnny Cash and his band mm-hmm. and she's like get me out of this car <laughs> and all of these stinky boys it's hilarious like, <laughs> yes I've spent so much time in just smelly basements your space yeah. here is beautiful well thank so you so I don't want anyone to hear this and think I'm making a judgment but um no I mean, you know, I've been the only woman in bands since, you know, the early 90s. And it's yucky. Yeah. It's gross. And, you know, like the 
the toilets at the clubs and yeah, you know it's, it's pretty pretty gnarly um i mean you know not that a girls rock band's gonna be any any walk in the park either but it'll be uh, cool though. yeah but no i uh, i'm just ready to try something different and to just not be the only woman on stage you know when i'm in my abba band i love you know singing harmonies with with other women um jenny case and jenny russ are in that band and it's so much fun yeah. i love it and i'm looking forward to just being on stage with some really cool people i again. i i love it i'm i'm excited i'm excited to catch a show and i'm i'm glad that you're doing the, the the all woman thing. I'm glad that that's yeah. that's making a comeback isn't the right word, but making making waves right now, like the high woman and, and mm-hmm. other groups. Yeah. It's all about lifting each other up. Yeah. I mean, you know, when you mention someone like the high woman, I mean they are not just um teaming up because, you know, there's anything lacking between <laughs> no. them and their own bands. It's literally like just taking turns to shine a light on each other and um, I actually I have a song that was never on an album we did it um, just as kind of a one-off for an all women's um, uh, record in 2019 and um, it was all kind of inspired by the Me Too movement and my song that I wrote is called Shine and it's all about if you're lucky enough to ever get that spotlight shone on you then you better bring some other people you know literally the chorus is like I'm going to reach on out and pull you up you know so we can all shine together and you know, I mean, it all sounds kind of dumb when you say it, but you no. know, when you put it in a song, it's powerful. And you know, I'm a mom; I have two daughters, and I see them, um, you know, just wanting role models that can show them, you know, to be strong. And frankly, I think the, you know, the young women coming up in the music scene are so much more empowered and encouraging. And there's no kind of jealousy of like, I want the attention; I don't want anyone else to get it. It's yeah. much more of a collective and that's so inspiring and Jenny Case who is gonna be in my new band um, she runs She Rock She Rock so I mean you know she's walked the walk and literally you know encouraged generations you know of these of these young performers to um, to just get out there and rock that's awesome it's pretty cool yeah Yeah. you you ladies have definitely paved the way for the next generation (laughs) which is (laughs) awesome it's it's awesome to see it's one and it's cool to see it on a large scale one of the things that I love about the Minnesota the music scene is that mm-hmm. that's kind of the vibe around here yeah. is like it's not as much of a competition as it is just about like lifting lifting each other up and, yeah. and like oh you got that gig awesome right yeah it's, I mean that's the thing it's like you know if if you're always just only out for yourself you're never going to be happy because no. your goalpost is always going to move you're never going to be as big as you think you are going to be and, and even if you reach that you're going to feel unfulfilled yep. but if you have a community of people around you you're going to be so much happier I mean I'm looking at your upcoming uh, guest here and Sarah Morris I mean she's a perfect example of that oh, you know yeah. rather than just you know be be out there just waving her own flag she's always encouraging other songwriters she's the best. she teamed up with Vicki Emerson they're stronger together than they are separate I mean in my opinion <laughs> um, you know and she's all about that and yeah. you know and I just I'm so inspired by her and um, you know also you know it's it's great to pull other people up but I'm also a big believer in you know I just turned 50 and I'm not giving up anytime soon either no. you know it's like the the entire kind of music business is so focused on what's young what's fresh and it's like you know I still have things to say
say. Yeah. I, you know, I'm not going to just hang it up and just be someone's mom. Better, you know? At 50, you have better things to say than any of us ever did at 20. Maybe. Like, <laughs> well, you, that's true. You know, if if, uh, if anyone had access to the things that I was trying to say at 20, I uh, I don't think I would be allowed on the radio, you know? Right. Like, you're, yes. just, you're, you're still figuring things out and you don't yeah. know, and it's good to let, let people that have some wisdom with them. Yeah, have a say. or at least, you know, just want to have some fun. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, the, the whole business side of music is so strange and so toxic, but I have chosen to stay in music just because it just fulfills me so much in other ways. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, I think the fame ship, you know, sails on by, but you have to find other reasons to do it. You, you do. And I, I think anybody who's doing it for the fame and makes it, that's the saddest thing to me. Like, because mm-hmm. now you're locked in it and then you got yeah. the fame and then right. you learn, like, that's not everything you thought it was either. No, you know? I mean, you know, going back to Elton John, yeah. you know, it's like we're just at the beginning of the chapter when, you know, he starts to really see the dark side of things and, and still not have kind of nurtured, you know, that sad little boy inside yeah. who needed his dad's approval. You know, that's that's where I'm at right now in the book. Oh. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, he did okay. So, um, but yeah, I think... Um, fame can be really toxic and we're just living in a weird time where you know people get famous for the stupidest <laughs> the weirdest things <laughs> i mean the chewbacca mask lady yeah. i mean just one example of just you know we're living in crazy times it, it's and wild. uh yeah a lot of things are just not very important compared to what makes people famous so yeah it's, I don't know. it's i'm just writing my dumb little songs <laughs> trying to be happy well speaking of your dumb little songs they're not dumb by the way <laughs> Um, do you want to play one for us? Yeah, you want me to play one live? Yeah, right. let's let's do one live. Let me uh, let me get the mic set up here. Can you give me a strum on the uh, ukulele yeah. there? All right, perfect. I'll try to position myself. Is that good? Yeah, you're golden. All right, so this is the title track for my most recent album. I am working on new ones, but um, this is Suit of Hearts and uh, really is just all about putting yourself out there, wearing your heart on your sleeve to the extent where your entire outfit is a suit of hearts because you're just putting it all out there. And um, that hopefully um, we can all just share in how important it is to just be honest and vulnerable with each other. So, that's all the songs about.
time to do all the right things You might make me pray You might make me say Anyone's life in this life But you're out And that's more than most others can That was beautiful. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> that was that was Suit of Hearts by Katie Vernon. Mm-hmm. Um, Katie, wh- so when you're when you're writing songs, what's your yeah. what's your kind of songwriting process like? I, I like to nerd out with people about this. Yeah, well, it's always it's always words and melody at the same time. Yeah, which you know that's probably the uh, that's the main question I get all the time. Um, and I have actually taught some songwriting classes. Ooh. So I'm like, oh, okay, how do I do this? And then it's really hard to break down, you know, yeah. what you do. But um, I'm basically basically always humming and singing to myself um, and then always um, kind of jotting down you know word ideas like if I hear something that I like Um, and so then you know you just get in the right mood and the two of those things go together but I'd say when I'm writing um, to get myself out of a rut I might kind of play around on my instrument and try to play some progressions that sound cool and then you know see if that starts things turning so it's kind of different every time but the best thing I can do to songwrite is go on a nice long walk Um, and then also I've discovered that if I'm a bit stuck on something it will often get solved and all come together in the shower Oh yeah! As yeah, soon as you're not it's thinking, weird. yeah. I'm like, as soon as I wet my hair, I'm like, oh, that's how it should end. Oh, um, so yeah, it's a, it's kind of all over the place. Yeah, as yeah. soon as soon as you don't have a pen in your hand, right? Oh, always. <laughs> it yeah, never fails. No, always. And so then you just have to like sing it over and over and over again until you have your phone. Yep. Um, and most, well, not most, but half of the Suit of Hearts album was written um, in the UK when I was touring in twenty. Um, I guess 18. You picked um, up an accent while you were touring, huh? <laughs> I did, yeah, a little <laughs> bit. Um, and so uh, I spent 10 days by the sea, and that was oh. the best thing I've ever done yeah. for my songwriting because I just found it so relaxing and inspiring. And I'd like just literally the sound of the waves yeah. brought me this like calmness, like I never have. Like I'm a really manic kind of person um, or, or depressed. I mean, not diagnosed, <laughs> yeah. but. <laughs> I am diagnosed with depression, but not with the manic part. Um, but yeah, I very much like find it hard to relax okay. and um, just kind of slow my brain down. Um, and the seaside like did that for me. It was amazing. It's, it's the rhythm of it, right? It really like, was. Because our day-to-day mm-hmm. lives are not built for like what we're supposed to be doing. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, we're supposed to be I'm hanging not, out by I'm the water. I'm not supposed to be commuting to Eden Prairie. Exactly. People. I'm not built for that. But no, very much. And I hadn't heard the term of you know the ASMR like ASMR oh yeah I wasn't familiar with that and um, as soon as I heard about it I was like that's weird that doesn't make any sense and you know my kid was like no some people like have this reaction to that kind of sound and get like goosebumps and I was like well that's weird and then I watched a few ASMR <laughs> videos and I totally get that and then it made me realize that's what the sound of the sea oh, does for me yeah. and it literally like 
Yeah, I can listen to some waves and like, boop, I have all these goosebumps. I love so it. I think maybe it was a bit of that, you know. Yeah. I, I don't know what it was about. But, you get to, you get to kind of tap, tap into the, to that subconscious, right? <laughs> exactly. Which is the same part that comes out when you're going for a walk and not thinking. Yeah, and, and exactly. All of that stuff. Yeah. So it's like if I can do any of those things. So I'm not as disciplined about songwriting as I know a lot of people are. I mentioned Sarah Mars. She sets herself, you know, uh, these weekly challenges and I've done that a couple of times and it's just a miserable experience because <laughs> it's not the songwriting, it's more the sharing. It's yeah. like, oh no, now, you know, it's Friday. I have to show people what I did and, and I just feel that that naughty little useless schoolgirl sitting in the corner, you know, it's, it brings up some stuff. I, I, uh, I, 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 I get it. Well, <laughs> and, and the thing about songwriting and, that, and that's so impressive about Sarah Morris is that mm, she, she mm. writes a song every week and then she shares it with And they're all great. Th- and they're all great <laughs> they're and that's great. the thing and like for the rest yeah. of us it, the ratio is like 10 bad ones to a good one yeah, five to maybe. one you know yeah. whatever whatever yeah. it is no it's normal and when you're yeah and when yeah. you're when you're sharing them every week like you right. got to share those uh those ones you would yeah. probably keep hidden otherwise yeah right? and, and i did do i did her challenge i think i ducked out after three weeks but you know i wrote a few songs nice work <laughs> and then i ducked away and hid but um yeah so when i teach songwriting i usually kind of start with the ukulele and just kind of show i'm a big believer that if you play around on an instrument and you just play some things differently than you've ever done before, yeah. that usually kind of unleashes some some ideas. Yeah, that that, ma- that makes sense. And and helps. here's a here's a naive question for you: How's a ukulele tuned? For anyone, anyone who's not yeah. a musician out there, they might not love this conversation. But <laughs> they're like, oh, so boring. <laughs> uh, it's G C E A. So okay. G-C-E-A, which is an unusual. Yeah. You know, it's not just like straight down. You got your little high note in there, so. Yeah, it's a little strange. And I was a guitar player, yep. a bad guitar player, for about 10 years. And then when I picked up the uke, it weirdly all made sense to me. Damn like, it. That's it, cool. I don't really even know why. But, That's cool. Um, and it just was the perfect accompanying instrument for my voice. It, it does mix well with your voice. Thank I can you. I can second I can, that. I can literally, like, sing a line that's in my head and find it, you know, yeah. on the uke. And, you know, to good musicians, that's like, oh, the door, that's what you do. But that never really clicked for me with another instrument you know I've I've played piano and I've played guitar and it's just never all come together um, the way that the uke did for me and I mentioned touring the UK just casually (laughs) but um, for me you know it led to me touring the UK because the reason I've done three summer tours of the UK is all around ukulele festivals oh awesome because they are crazy for the ukulele in the UK and um, and going over there I mean I really felt like I met my people like you know they just really really welcomed me and I was able to do these tours that had non-ukulele kind of stops in between but were really anchored by those and um, you know I just met all these really fun people and the last time I did it was 2019 so I have to get back but pandemic you know yeah this weird thing happened in 2020 yeah yeah. Uh, I did it three years in a row before that so I hope to do it again yeah hopefully you'll get back will you be able to with a new job too uh, you know, I mean, I probably shouldn't book a vacation week one. Um, week two's okay, though, <laughs> Especially right? if they're listening. Um, but no, I mean, I'm, I, I, if it was next summer, that would be great. That's I mean, awesome. it's, it's going to be hard to wait, yeah. you know, but, um, you know, if I do it, I want to kind of do it for more than, like, a long weekend. So. For sure. Yeah, no, I'll get back at some point. I I, I love it. Well, Katie, we got to take a quick second to thank some sponsors here. Great. But we will be we will be right back with more Katie Vernon. Um, you're listening to Glad You're Here and Happy Productions dot 
Glad you're here. Crab cakes made with real crab and shrimp, fresh veggies, and Parmesan cheese drizzled with a roasted red pepper aioli. Deep fried pickle roll ups, hand wrapped in deli ham and cream cheese. Jerk chicken tacos, fish tacos, Hawaiian pulled pork tacos, Korean street tacos, chipotle sweet potato tacos, 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 and more. Now that our mouths have stopped watering, let me tell you more about the Fort North Branch, a cozy bar and restaurant featuring handcrafted cocktails, craft beer, all the food I mentioned, and even more. The Fort was made with you in mind. Like them on Facebook or learn more at thefortnb.com. That's the Fort in North Branch. Silent Ability is a nonprofit organization that is committed to helping physically challenged people remain active in outdoor sports, especially hunting and shooting. The volunteers at Silent Ability are dedicated to outfitting people that have physical challenges with the tools and mobility equipment needed to make their dreams of hunting a reality. If you or someone you know has a physical challenge and you'd like to learn more, or if you'd like to make a donation to support the mission of Silent Ability, go to silentability.org. That's silentability.org. Tune in Wednesday nights at 8 o'clock for Warriors, Guns, and Money on the Happy Trucker Show with me, attorney Patrick Moore. Send lawyers, guns, and money. Welcome back to Glad You're Here and HappyProductions.Live. We are still live with Katie Vernon in the studio. We were just talking about your summer UK tours that you've been doing with the ukulele. Yeah, so fun. Yeah, which is incredible and a beautiful instrument that really does compliment your voice. You picked a good yeah, one. Thank you, pick, you. you picked a good it, one. It took me a long time. You know, it's so funny because I'm a huge Marilyn Monroe fan, like weirdly obsessed with her since I was about 12. And um, it has nothing to do with the fact I have blonde hair now, but <laughs> maybe a little bit. Um, but I've always been quite obsessed with her and um and she plays i mean she fake plays but she you know her character plays the ukulele in my favorite movie of all time some like it hot yeah and yet it never never clicked never (laughs) occurred to me it always seemed like a toy you know and and i never took it very seriously and a lot of people don't take it seriously but i always just kind of thought it was just kind of a dumb little tinny sound and literally it wasn't until i saw lucy michelle play a larger one like a tenor and she played it just to sing a songwriter night and it didn't sound tinny next to the other, you know, to the guitars and it complimented her voice so nicely that I was like, hmm, maybe I should try that. It's a good find. Yeah, and I literally went into Twin Town and said, what does Lucy Michelle play? Give me one. (laughs) And they knew exactly what one she played, so it's good. I didn't buy the same one, but... (laughs) But even even better. I mean, it's cool cool to find your, you know, find, for lack of a better phrase, find your voice. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, I just always um, played with other people. And it's such a confidence boost to be able... It's scary. I mean, I was shaking in my boots, you know, (laughs) the first couple of times I played. But it's an amazing feeling. I think especially for a songwriter, because you're putting out, you know, what was previously literally just in your head. And you're not relying on anyone else to do it with, which is very scary. World's greatest magic trick. Yeah, really. I mean, you're really creating something from nothing. Yeah. 
right? Yeah. Like where there wasn't anything, now there are Katie, <laughs> Ver- Katie Vernon records, right? There are, yeah. yeah so it's it's incredible. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. Uh, speaking of how you've been able to create all these things and find a find a really cool voice and, and a cool musical sound, when I when I was listening to Suit of Hearts to the, to the record, there's a song in there called Pink Cloud. And yes. I had to, I had, I, we talked about this a little bit off air, yeah. but I have to ask. So pink cloud is something as a term that's used in sobriety circles. So are you, are you sober? I am sober. And it's funny. Cause when you said, Hey, the song pink cloud, <laughs> uh, you know, I wanted to write a song that could be enjoyed on different levels. Yeah. And so I love that, you know, for someone who is in, um, sobriety or recovery, not drinking, however you want to call it, there is a, um, kind of well-known in those circles term, which is pink cloud, which is kind of the, when your body is literally experiencing sobriety <laughs> for the first time, um, you kind of have this um, elation and it's kind of, I don't know if it's a rush of endorphins or whatever it is, but this literal kind of feeling of happiness, which is your brain just trying to find its new level, like yeah. its new normal. <laughs> and um, and it can feel really fun and happy and amazing. Um, and then people who have had a bit more sobriety under their belt might, if they're in a bad mood or they just want to shock some sense into you, say, that's just the pink cloud. Yeah. <laughs> That'll wear off, kid. <laughs> um, but I wanted to write a song that celebrated um, you know I mentioned earlier you know somewhat kind of in passing jokingly that you know I have depression I have depression and anxiety and I was literally self-medicating for that I lost my parents in my teens and I never really knew along the way like am I just grieving am I just miserable am I just British (laughs) like am I just an alcoholic I didn't know which one of those things I was I was all of those things but I didn't realize and so I literally was self medicating so for me when I when I stopped drinking and it actually you know took hold and and I didn't drink you know for uh, a while I realized like oh my gosh this pink cloud yeah. it feels good it feels good to not be depressed and to not be looking for ways to kind of shut myself down and to really open up and experience life and not feel like I needed to take the edge off it yeah know? And um, and then at the same time, I just wanted to write a fun, happy pop song that um, I think people, you know, hopefully the ideal case scenario is that people will enjoy that song not knowing what it's about. Yeah. And um, and that's definitely happened. A lot of people don't know what that song's about and like it. It's so a happy. Good. It is a happy, a feel happy good song. summer song. Yes, yeah, exactly. It it really is, and I. I love that about it. Thank you. Well, I, I'm really flattered that you, you know, you recognize what it was about um, because I do want it to be just, a, you know, I got to this point where I just, when I became sober, I just wanted to write some happy anthems. Yeah. You know, I'm so good at writing about when I'm down and I'm not so good about writing when I'm up. Yeah. And I just thought, you know, I want some happy jams that just make me feel good about myself. I, I love it. And the world <laughs> needs more of it because happy yeah. songs are so hard to write. They are. And, you know, I mean, it's it's kind of this cliche of the suffering artist. Yeah. And it's like we all put these, you know, suffering artists on pedestals and think you have to cut your ear off you know, to, be, <laughs> yeah. to be a great artist. And you have to die in poverty and only be appreciated years later. And it's like, no, no let's, let's create a world where people feel good about their art. Yes. And, you know, lift up some happiness. Like, that would be great. 
I I could not agree with you more. <laughs> like the the narrative of the you know die young and leave behind a pretty Ugh, corpse or whatever. Worst. Like it's so it's so toxic. I know, it's and so I just bad. said you know I'm the world's biggest Marilyn fan, and she you know she's kind of the poster child for that. But what I love about her is you know her gentle side, her creativity, you know all this stuff. I mean it's all this untapped. Yeah. You know. It's, it's just so sad that she wasn't around to actually prove that she could act. And, you know, she's like this big animal lover and she started her first production company. You yeah. know, she really was on the cutting edge of many things. And she's just become this, you know, suicide blonde joke. And, you know, I feel sad about that. Yeah. Um, so anyway, well, I'm getting really off topic. No, I'm, but, you I'm, know, I, I took you there. <laughs> I don't want to just idealize young, beautiful people who die. You know, it's yeah. like I want to live a long, creative life and um, and enjoy that and not just flame out. Yeah. You know? Well, hey, uh, props to you because you've been a success, right? Like, <laughs> I mean, you were just you're just in the UK yeah. three times. Yeah. You got to hang out by the ocean and in, in Britain, cool. right? Like, yeah. it doesn't get much better than that. Um, yeah. So. I uh, I absolutely adore that song, that record. The meaning behind all of your work is yeah. in, incredible, and I, I love happy songs with meanings behind them. You know, because there there are yeah. some vapid happy songs. Oh, which yeah, are, which, which is are, great. I mean, I love I, pop music. Oh man, yeah. I'm I'm all about <laughs> dancing to pop music in the right. kitchen. Well, and I'm in a, an ABBA band, and I do joke. You know, we play all the hits, but we also play some songs like hardly anyone knows. And one of them is called "Bang a Boomerang." <laughs> And literally the chorus is bang a boomerang, dum de dum dum de dum de dum dum. Yeah. Bang a boomerang, <laughs> love is a tune, you hum de hum hum. Yeah. And I'm like, that's great. That's yeah. a perfect pop song. The, it really <laughs> is. There's nothing. There's nothing wrong with the right. the bang of boomerangs and the obla di obla das. Exactly. Right? I'm a big fan of that one too. Yeah. The the world needs them. The <laughs> the do. world needs them. I mean, not everything needs to be the. Uh, the depression anthem and and you know right. i i'm on the same page with you with the mental illness thing like mm-hmm. you, you know mm-hmm. you get through it and the songs those songs help you but then sometimes the happy songs are, yeah. are the thing you need well i have a song um called latest disaster too and yeah. it's literally a disco ode to everything going wrong oh. um it's not a song i can play live very much because I, f- I need my keyboard player simon husbands uh. um to do it but it's on the suit of hearts record and um it's literally just like a disco anthem to every single thing in your life going wrong but you just keep trying i <laughs> i love it well if you if you can't play that one do you want to play another one for us by chance yeah sure yeah. um you know what i will i mean this is gonna be a downer now so people are like oh, what was that all about that's all right but um it's a newest song which yeah. i think will be fine it hasn't been recorded uh it's called the middle and i wrote it on a day where i was just in a weird mood and you know it was mid pandemic <laughs> i was just like aren't we all just in this weird mood and uh I always thought I would change the lyrics. And then once I kind of put it out there on Facebook, so many people were like, I feel that way too. Yeah. That I thought, okay, I shouldn't change the lyrics then because I don't know. This is kind of how we're all feeling right now. Even better. From the heart. Yeah. So here it is called In the Middle. All right. Down, but then I can't hear. I turn the lights. 
to be bigger than this, but I feel so small. I don't know how to begin. I don't know how it ends. I'm stuck in the middle again, fighting a war. I don't know how to win. I tried to put out the fire, but I started to drown. Now that voice is a liar, builds me up, tears me down. I try to fly away, but I clip my own wings. When I couldn't talk anymore, I started to sing. I don't know how to begin. I don't know how to end. Okay, that was beautiful. And I Thank used you. my ad break at the wrong time because I need a break to cry. But we're going <laughs> to power through it. Um, I'm going to break your mic laughing. <laughs> That's so sweet of you. No, that Thank was... You. It's not a happy jam. It's so not, but it's, it's so pretty. Oh, oh that you. is a beautiful, that is a beautifully written song. Um, Katie, I have done you a disservice because I haven't given you an opportunity Ooh. to tell people where they can find you and catch right. you playing these songs live yes. and all of that. Well, thank you. Yeah. And uh, just, you know, having a microphone in front of my face and someone actually saying they enjoy my songs is uh, never a disservice. That <laughs> <laughs> is a huge, huge <laughs> compliment. And I'm so happy to be here. Um, so my name is Katie Vernon. That's Katie with a Y, which I definitely have to point out because it's not Fair. the most normal spelling. Um, so Katie with a Y and then Vernon, V-E-R-N-O-N. So I've got my own website, katievernon.com. Um, I'm also so very active, probably too active on social media. So you can find me there on all the main ones. Yeah. I'm not on TikTok because, you know, my kids are just like, mom, not be on everything. <laughs> you, you need to at least leave us one. So um, Twitter, Instagram, um, Facebook. And, um, you know, I'm kind of playing out and around uh, as solo, as duo. Um, definitely Absolutely Fab is something I love being a part of. I love it. Uh, we're playing uh, this Friday, actually. So if people listen in time, we're playing September 2nd, um, just outside the St. Michael Cinema. Fun. Which is, you know, a pretty fun venue. It's yeah. called Summerfield Amphitheater or something. Anyway, if you just go to St. Michael, you'll find it. Um, so we play here and there. But um, yeah, and then other than that, I'm just trying to put together this new band. Yeah. So, you know, I'm very excited about that. But, you know, these things take time. Everyone's got a lot of commitments. <laughs> so I hope to at least put out one song with the new band and then just kind of see how it goes. Very but cool. it's very early days. But, you know, I just keep writing kind of feminist anthems. So I'm like, I need a band. <laughs> <laughs> this is the... They're hard to play without a band. <laughs> Fair. This is the time for feminist anthems. 
times. If there, if there ever you know, was a time. They've been brewing and they're just like, they're not going away. They yeah. keep coming to me and I just keep wanting to, you know, just kind of rock out on stage. Yeah. Um, as much as I love, you know, singer-songwriter, um, you know, mellow stuff, I'm like, I really love rocking as it's, well. It's, it's fun. It's cool to have both ends of it, right? Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, yeah. where you, you, don't, you don't have to do either one, but right. you get to do them both. Yeah, you know? it's very fun. And, and other than that, you know, I hope to kind of pursue the whole ukulele scene too. You know, like I said, I've done quite a few ukulele events in the UK. I've really only done a couple here stateside, and there is a big ukulele scene. So, you know, who knows? I, where it will take me. I am so excited to see <laughs> to you. see to see even more Katie Vernon t- no, taking the, the the American ukulele scene by storm. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, yeah, the interesting thing about the ukulele scene is it, people can be really really incredible and I don't put myself in that category playing wise. Um but there's not as much original music. So I weirdly like beautifully yeah. kind of stand out a little bit. Yeah. And people are excited by what I do because not as many ukulele players write their own music and even if they do a lot of it's instrumental so to be a singer songwriter who plays ukulele like there's a little bit of an opening for interest you get to fill fill a niche yeah and you know to be honest uh, you know there's a million and one you know guitar playing singer songwriters Mm -hmm. you gotta be really really good you know to catch anyone's eyes so I'll take whatever attention I can get exactly (laughs) and and you get to get to fill a hole in the market I used to I used to tell people when I I would play gigs and I'd Mm -hmm. I'd go out there with my acoustic guitar mm-hmm. and I'd be like, you know, I just, see, guys, I really thought that what we needed was one more white guy with an acoustic right. guitar. Like right. I just, <laughs> I know it's well, and to be honest, you know, I was reading, you know, I was reading some blogs and I haven't played ukulele that long and, and some, you know, blurb caught my eye and they're like, yeah, this, this woman is so good on the ukulele and she's not like one of those, just every other girl who can sing better than she can play. And I was like, oh, I think I'm one of those. <laughs> I can definitely sing better than I can play. But whatever. <laughs> you got to just keep doing it. You just keep doing it. I think I think there's a um an unfortunate stigma out there around people with beautiful voices and I think it comes it stems from jealousy. Be- right. Like, well, that's what my mom used to say. So I just have to, you know, I haven't had my mom in my life since I was 12. Yeah. But I do just, you know, I do still hear her voice, you know, on my lowest moments and think they're just jealous. <laughs> I, I think I think your mom was right on this I one. I think she was right. Yeah, um, yeah it, I think I think it's just because you can't you can learn how to sing, right. but it's one of those things that you like. Like everyone can learn to play basketball, but everyone not everyone's going to be Michael Jordan. You know right. what I mean? Like yeah. there's there's an element of some people have a yeah. naturally just beautiful voice, and you right. have one of those. Well, thank you. Yeah. Well, you know, for me, it's just. I always feel like, you know, and it's weird and it's probably toxic and strange, but um, I just always feel like people don't know me. They don't know the real me until they see me sing. Because, and I don't mean like they have to come and support me, but that is my truest self. Like it is, you know, whatever, you know, I do with it, you know, it's, it's an honor every time, you know, people listen, but... I would sing every day. I mean, I do sing every day, even if no one's listening, because it's absolutely as important to me as breathing. It's like my absolute, it's my insides coming out, you know? Yeah, that that gave me chills. No, because it's so so pure and it's so honest and it's, It embodies everything about, you know, kind of what you said about this at the start of this conversation about doing music because you love music yeah. and you have to, you you know, yeah. there's not, there's no hidden agenda with Katie Vernon. Katie there's Vernon. not, no. It, I mean, I just want to take over the world, <laughs> but other than that, 
That's fair. <laughs> we all have that impulse. I just feel like I could do it better, you know? <laughs> I get it. Like, I feel like people in charge maybe could <laughs> just have a bit more peace, love, and ukulele. Agreed. And it would all be a little bit better. That's uh, uh, there. Yeah. There's the new bumper sticker. I want. <laughs> yeah. I want peace, love, and ukulele. Yeah. Katie Vernon, 2024. Yes, that's that sounds good. <laughs> I'm, I'm I, I don't in. think anyone will honk me off the road for that one. No, actually, I do have. You'll have to have a look um, when when I leave. But I do have a, a sticker right now on my car that says, um, "If you can hear my ukulele, you're too close." <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't make that sticker, but I think it's a good one. That is a good one. <laughs> um, do you? Uh, here's a dumb question. Do you sell bumper stickers as part of your merch? I don't, shows? but I. You know, I'm gonna. I think I'm cool. going to have to come up with some. No, I've got some pretty sweet merch. I've got some really um, cute jewelry. And my kid, I have two two kids. And uh, one of them makes great stickers. Yeah. Um, she's Artsy Daisy V on Instagram. Artsy. Had to put a little shout out there. Shout Her name's out. Daisy. Um, and she makes incredible um, stickers. She does all kinds of paintings, but her stickers are really fun. Cool. And um, she's done a couple for me. That's so cool. You know, with me on, which is like kind of cute. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, that's, that's so cool. Cool. I, uh, yeah, I, kid art, it's always good. And she's very good at it. So That's awesome. It's it's good to see kids doing art. Is, doesn't yeah, it just kind of warm your heart? Absolutely. And, you know, my kids' art was always great. And I was always, you know, championing them. And now they're both in art school. So oh, it's awesome. like, oh, I mean, they're pretty serious about it. You did it right. Good work. They did something right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, all, you all done good. Yeah. Um, that's that's awesome, Katie. We've got we've got a few minutes left, and I have a couple of like my canned questions that nice. I that I ask people. So right. I got I've got to ask you a couple of things that I'm just curious. Get to know Katie a little bit. So, <laughs> um, so if you so if you could open for anybody, Ooh. who dead or alive? Oh, dead or oh my god, that makes both. it too much. And we can um, we can give you the option of like the ABBA band can open for one, Katie Vernon solo <laughs> ukulele can open for one, and then the chick rock band can open for one. If yeah. you want to open it up. Oh, that well, that's all just too much. Yeah, I know. Because uh, you know the ABBA <laughs> band ideally would open for ABBA, and then ABBA would hate us and sue us, and <laughs> and we'd just be done. So that that's kind of a non-starter. Um, but no, I think I think no matter what uh, kind of part of me right now, I. I I guess there's two answers and I, I've actively pursued both Yeah, and have actively not gotten anywhere with either but um, I would love to open for Brandy Carlisle oh, she's I mean talk about voice of an angel yeah. the woman has the voice of an angel so her and or Dolly Parton oh yeah um, or, or both you know I feel like the three of us could be a good show <laughs> be- uh, that would be great mm-hmm. um, and then just from a pure ukulele point of view um, Jake Shimabukuru is okay. um, people can look him up he, he is literally the world's greatest uh, ukulele player. And we have played the same event different years. Oh, just missed. So close. And uh, he's actually going to be here at the end of um, September. And I have had a few emails back and forth with his crew. Um, and it doesn't sound like I'm going to be a part of it. Oh. But, you know, you just keep trying. That's that's all you um, can do. Because, you know, the best ukulele player in the world, because he's a ukulele player, is super down to earth and nice. Yep. Um, because he is the Jimi Hendrix of ukulele, but he, like, is the sweetest guy. That's awesome. Um, and we have, you know, we actually have some friends in common, which is, like, mind-blowing to me. So, yeah, those would be the two. And I threw my hat in the ring hard, you know, to, to open for either one of them. Oh. And, 
It hasn't happened yet, but well, we'll see if maybe. we can we'll see if we can pull some strings over here to Happy could Productions. We'll That'd be great. S- we'll see if what Happy we can Productions do. could just like call up Dolly Parton for me. Yeah, just, yeah, we've, you know. we've got her on speed dial. She's like number eight though. She's down the list. But well, you know, <laughs> Dolly Parton better not be number eight on anybody's speed dial. Can you list. imagine? Yeah, oh my God, if, I love that woman. Right, she's, she's just the best. She is the best. She. uh I what I want what I want to see is like a Dolly Parton Willie Nelson tour. Like can yeah, you Yeah, I mean that would be amazing. Not that either of them should ever even leave their, no, <laughs> their houses ever again. But um you know, you say dead or alive. I mean my favorite singer of all time ever 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 is Patsy Cline. Oh, beautiful. Um and I did not grow up with any any connection to country music. I mean, I grew up in Southeast London. Um, so if you've ever heard Adele talk, that's yeah. how I used to talk. Oh, okay. I used to talk like that. Yeah. And I had to soften it up a bit because nobody <laughs> understood me. <laughs> um, so I'm a Southeast London girl. and um, But I discovered uh, Patsy Cline and then, uh, because of her uh, country music as a whole, um, from watching the movie about her with Jessica Lang, oh. um, Sweet Dreams. Cool. And the I bought the album, like soundtrack to that and so for the longest time I just thought she looked like Jessica Lang because I didn't really do any research but um, yeah I mean I, her voice has probably influenced me more than anyone ever I, I, can I just hear, I absolutely hear, love her now that you mention it I hear that oh well, yeah. that's good yeah. uh, you know her and Madonna but you know Madonna <laughs> more for the dance moves less yeah. for the vocals um, but yeah I mean it just the absolute tearing of your heart open yeah. you know with your voice and just like leaving it all right there but you know she was a tough cookie and I don't know if I actually would want to share a stage <laughs> with her I think she'd be really intimidating as hell um, that's fair but you know good for her yeah yeah. I don't have to like my idols. That's exactly. You don't have to like them or meet them. That's what we say, <laughs> yeah, right? Like never, exactly. never meet your idols. They do say uh, that. And, but, you know, I mean, I think it takes so much. Whatever it takes for people to get that high and that far in life, I don't think I have. But I do, you know, I've got kids that love me. Yep. And I've got a husband who stayed with me and I'm sober. You know, I have to embrace the good stuff I have in my life because I think that that level level of fame is really really hard and Dolly Parton seems amazing yeah I think she's maybe one of the few that has figured it out um how to be happy and she's kept a lot of it private which maybe is key I, think I that's don't know a big part of it yeah um so kudos to anyone that cannot be insane <laughs> I, yeah when they're famous for a hundred percent I I uh, I think that's a good place to leave it because I think uh, I think you're I uh, one of these days where Katie Vernon is gonna is gonna be bigger bigger than you know and so just take remember to take your own right, advice right, right. on that one. But you know what? If you get famous at fifty, I think you can probably handle it. I, that's a good point. That is <laughs> so such a good still point. Hope, there is there's still hope for you. Yeah, it's it's much better than the twenty year olds. Those are the ones yeah, we got to worry about. Exactly. Oh well, Katie, thank you so much Thanks for joining for me. me. This has been an absolute blast. Thanks. And I want to leave leave people with one of your songs before you leave. Yeah. I was inclined to play Pink Cloud. I think we you should because yeah. we've talked about it. And then you know maybe as a follow up, people can head to the interwebs and look up Latest Disaster because I think people will have fun with that one. I think they will. And you know what? I'll play Latest Disaster too. We'll do oh. it back to back. How well, about there that? There you go. Love it. So <laughs> here is Pink Cloud by Katie Vernon, who's been joining us. The lovely Katie Vernon. I'm glad you're here. Happy Productions Live. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, my, I love the name too. Happy production. <laughs> yes. We, we try to live up to it. That's good. Thank you so much. Here's Pink Cloud by Katie Vernon. 
What a wonderful conversation with Katie Vernon. I really enjoyed talking with her and getting to know her and listening to her music and her beautiful ukulele. It was super fun. Uh, as always, these episodes are pre-recorded and they're live on the radio. So when we record them, Katie's promoting gigs that are relevant then. Uh, and then when I release them, because I'm slow and uh, I don't do things on time, I was never a good student. I was handing in my homework late and now there's no one to check me on it. So it's getting in real late. Uh, when I release them, those gigs have probably already passed, right? But you can always catch Katie's future gigs on all the same places, her website, social media, everything like that. You can go listen to her music. That's still out there in the same places. So definitely go and do those things. And yes, thank you for your support. I'm Grant Glad. You can find me, grantgladmusic.com. I have the burps, guys. I'm drinking non-alcoholic beer over here, and it's giving me the burps. All right, let me try that again. I'm Grant Glad. You can find me on grantgladmusic.com. Or Instagram, Grant Glad Music. You can follow the show, Facebook.com slash Glad You're Here Radio Show. We thank you for the support. Thank you for supporting local artists, local music, local arts, and the local scene. It's what makes it doable and possible. That's all I got. I will talk to you next week. We'll do the other half of this episode. Samuel Wilbur came and joined us right after Katie left this day. So we're going to do an episode with Sam. And that was also a blast. Thanks for tuning in. And we will talk to you next Wednesday on the Glad You're Here podcast. Talk to you then.